0: The Vision app is the best place to find a growing range of homegrown, on-demand audio to help you look to God daily. You can listen to Faith and Fostering with Christians chatting about foster care in an Australian context. Plus, be encouraged by Pastor Terry Nightingale's 4-Minute Devotions, with new episodes added each week in the free Vision Christian Media app. If you don't already have the app on your smartphone or tablet, download it now from vision.org.au. Vision. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media.
1: Jesus said, if you hold to my teachings, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. A well-known benediction used by Christians all around the world is that found in 2 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 14. It says, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Now, if we don't understand grace, we will not relate to Jesus as we're meant to relate to him under the new covenant. And if we don't understand that God is love in his very essence, we will create a God in the image of our own imagination. And if we don't understand that the Holy Spirit is a real divine person sent by the Father and the Son to indwell us and have fellowship with us, then he will be a complete stranger to us. That will be a great tragedy. When Paul prayed that the communion of the Holy Spirit be with us, he used the Greek word koinonia, meaning fellowship. Jesus promised to send the Spirit and he said, I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. The Holy Spirit lives in us to have fellowship with us. Do you know the Holy Spirit? This is Set Free with Ken Legg.
0: And thanks for joining us. It's Phil here along with author and pastor Ken Legg. And we start our discussion this week on the Holy Spirit, your helper. And of course, we worship one God in three persons, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And it's been said that the Holy Spirit is the neglected person of the Trinity. But Jesus, of course, taught quite a lot about the Holy Spirit. It's going to be an interesting subject this week, isn't it, Ken? Yes, it is.
1: Uh, today we're going to just look at what Jesus did say in those verses I quoted earlier. That's John 14, 16 to 18. He actually told us seven things about the Holy Spirit there. So first he said that, after he returned to heaven, the Father would send the Holy Spirit. And he said this, it's to your advantage that I go away. For if I don't go away, the helper will not come to you. Mm. But if I depart, I will send him to you. Now, we might think that it would be great to have Jesus with us in the flesh, just like the disciples had him. Mm. But actually, that's carnal thinking, Phil. It's a um, expedient for us that he goes, that Jesus went, so that we might receive the Holy Spirit. Um, the disciples had to come to terms with that. You remember, was it Mary was trying to hold on to Jesus, and he said, don't cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. And then Paul later on said that even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, you know, like a a Jesus living here on earth, yet we don't know him like this anymore. And the Holy Spirit was given so that he could indwell all believers all over the world.
0: Mm. It's important to understand, too, that it's to our advantage that Jesus went away, so the Holy Spirit could come. Of course, Jesus could only be uh, in one location at a time, but the Holy Spirit
1: indwells all Christians everywhere. That's right, and and Jesus referred to him actually as another helper. And that's the second point, is the word that Jesus used here when he said, I'll give you another helper, is the word Parakletos meaning one called alongside to help us, another just like Jesus, but actually working on the inside. So everything that God wants to get done in us and through us is done by the Holy Spirit. Everything Jesus accomplished for us is applied to us and effected in us by the Holy Spirit. We could say this, Phil, that God gave his son for us, but he gives his spirit to us. This is the dispensation or the age, if you like, of the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Paul contrasted the old dispensation with the new dispensation, and he referred to this one as you know, the age of the Spirit. So take away the Holy Spirit, and Christianity becomes a dead letter. That's what Paul was saying. Mm. There's nothing that's done by us that's acceptable to God except that which is done by the Holy Spirit. We're saved, we're sanctified, and we're made fruitful by Christ. The Spirit. We all have a battle every day with the flesh. Well, God's only got one answer to the flesh, and that's the Spirit. So Jesus said that he's come to be our helper. But then thirdly, he said that um, he would abide with us forever. Now, in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit operated through individuals such as leaders, prophets, judges, and so on mm-hmm. to fulfill his will. Um, but he worked in, a we could say, an external way, endowing them with gifts and power, For specific purposes He didn't always stay with them He didn't abide with them In the sense that Jesus is talking about But under the new dispensation The new covenant um, He doesn't just come upon us But he comes to live within us And he stays with us forever Throughout our whole journey on earth It's a
0: really comforting thing Especially when we face challenges in life Big stuff to know that He will never leave us He is always there with us We might not necessarily Feel that way sometimes But he is
1: there with us Always, yeah And then the fourth thing, uh, Phil, that he described the Holy Spirit as was the spirit of truth. The Holy Spirit actually is our teacher. Now, what does he teach us? Well, he teaches us all about Jesus. Hmm. That's what he wants to teach us about. Um, Jesus said, when he comes, he will speak of me. He will glorify me. He doesn't speak about law, you know, law keeping. He doesn't speak about, hey, what you can do if you really put your mind to it, fleshly ability. He's always speaking about Jesus. His purpose is to train us to set our minds on Jesus. So he teaches us, for example, what it means to be in Christ, what it means to have Christ in us, what our identity in Christ is, what our inheritance in Christ is. These are the things of the Spirit. Mm -hmm. So would you say that he only teaches the church, those who belong to God, or is it wider than that? Oh, that's a good question because um, actually the next point, the fifth point that Jesus mentioned in those verses is that the world cannot receive him. The world cannot receive the Holy Spirit. But he does have a ministry to the world. Do you remember Jesus said when he comes, he will convict the world of sin and righteousness and judgment. So his ministry is to convict the world and to draw them to Jesus. Uh, some will come and put their trust in him. Those that don't, they're, they're referred to as resisting the Holy Spirit. And there are some that do that in a total way, in extreme cases. Uh, that's when they see the Holy Spirit manifesting his presence in an undeniable way, mm. and then they still reject him. That's called the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. And, and and so he is ministering to the world. He's reaching out. He's drawing people to Jesus, uh, trying to get them to put their trust in him. Yeah, you said there, there's seven things. We've covered five so
0: far that Jesus said, that he would send the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit would be our helper, yep. uh, that uh, he'd be abiding with us forever forever he's the spirit of truth and the world
1: could not receive him so what's the the other two yeah that's right the world cannot receive him the world receives jesus and then they can receive the holy spirit so we yeah. receive jesus so the last two is this that first of all jesus said that he dwells with us and he will be in us in each of us so, our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Now, that was quite revolutionary because you had to go to a place to be where God was. Total paradigm shift for them. Yeah. See, so now there's really no pilgrimages in the Christian life. We're not going to where God is yeah. when God is in us. Yeah. Emmanuel, God with us. So, we don't come in and out of the presence of God. I think sometimes we've. We've still got this old covenant mentality. Well, you hear that in churches. You know, like, oh, yeah. you know, it's like God turned up today or there's yeah. you know, the yeah. Holy Spirit is with us. You know, yeah.
0: God, come and be with us. Well,
1: hello. yeah, He is with us. That's right. The veil has been rent and where we are, God is. And where God is, of course, is holy. So we're standing right now on holy ground. Mm. But then lastly, Jesus said that when the Holy Spirit came, uh, it will be just like him coming, Jesus himself coming to us. He said, I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. So, the Bible speaks of Christ in you, the hope of glory. So, the Holy Spirit dwells in us. We could say, in order to manifest the life and the character of Jesus, He's come to dwell in us, in order to live Christ's life through us. And, and that's really the Trinity. You know, three
0: in one are yeah. completely three, separate but together. And the Holy Spirit
1: comes to live as Christ in us. Yeah, but they are three separate persons exactly one god but three persons and so so the holy and yet they are so one one in essence of course so when the holy spirit comes he brings the life of jesus and manifests that life so we, we speak about the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace and that's the thing when he is in us those thing, those behaviors change don't they yeah that's right there's a transformation that takes place now let's just finish then by saying that we have this wonderful fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Do you remember Jesus said to the disciples on one occasion, have I been so long with you and yet have you not known me? I wonder if the Holy Spirit would say that to us if he's like a stranger to us or do we have this fellowship, this relationship, this intimacy with the Holy Spirit because he wants us to fellowship with him in this journey that we're on.
0: good reminder that God has given us a helper, the Holy Spirit. And we'll have more on this subject tomorrow. Until then, remember you don't have to carry that baggage. God wants you to be set free.
1: For books, DVDs, small group studies, and other resources from Ken Legg, including the book New Covenant, New Glory, which features topics from today's message, shop online at vision.org.au. That's vision.org.au.